today again with my brother Terry. Hello, Pam. And my friend Shelly. Hi, Pamela. Today we're talking about the early years when I did a lot of insurance fraud investigating and following some cheaters, which is always interesting. So in the beginning, I worked for Terry for years. She did absolutely hundreds of cases Uh for me. Yeah, I did later, many, many. We were doing a lot of insurance fraud investigating back then, people that were claiming injuries that weren't really injured. And most of the time, by the time Terry called me with the case, they had really good reason to suspect that this person was not injured. Like they're saying they're home all day and then the claim suggester can't ever reach them at home. Okay. This was back when people had home phones and stuff, so it was easier to check. At that time, I was doing surveillance five, six days a week. Oh, really? For Terry, yeah. In the summer? In the summer, in the winter. No, year-round. Year-round. Oh, wow. Constant. Like, it was... For for years. For years. It was... Like, I basically lived in my car. Wow. Surveillance is not like you see in the movies. Because in the movies, they're not going to show real surveillance because you'd be bored out of your mind. You'd Mm -hmm. never watch that show. Because most of the time, it's really, really boring. It's a lot like lifeguarding. Mm -hmm. You're either bored or it's complete panic. Yes. Because you're bored most of the time, and then they finally leave, and you're like, ah, I got to get this on video. And there have been a lot of cases. There were times I was talking to Terry, remembering different cases. I would always have a disguise in my car. So I could change, like if someone, because if I followed them into a store, then I'd have to be look different than to be able to follow them the rest of the day. And usually the simplest disguise was just like some glasses, regular like mm-hmm. glasses with no prescription. So yeah. it looks like I wear glasses and pull my hair up in a ponytail and put a baseball cap on. Oh, okay. You would be stunned how much that changes your look. Really? Yeah. And so yeah. there were, there were yeah. people that would see me and then I'd put my baseball cap on and they wouldn't even notice it would be like I'm a new person following them. Serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I was, I've been hiding in the bushes <laughs> to film stuff. Mm-hmm. There was one time I was down in southern Utah in the desert, and so just sagebrush all around, and everywhere on this street, and I knew the guy was coming home because I'd just gotten home before him. I just okay. beat him home. So he bought all this stuff that was really heavy, and I wanted to get the shot of him carrying that into the house. Okay back injury I can't carry anything I can't lift anything and here he's carrying these huge items okay heavy obviously heavy and I want to get a great shot of it that's the money shot that's oh, what okay. they love because to just say I saw it doesn't work no, in uh-uh. court you've got to have these proof sure. yeah I rushed to get back to his house before he did thankfully I made it but I didn't want to park on a street because everywhere I parked I couldn't get the good angle he lived his home was next to it was vacant and it was just like desert area Mm -hmm. like just dirt and sagebrush and I was this is awesome and I was planning to go to dinner that night with friends (laughs) so I had a nice shirt to change into after surveillance to go to dinner but it was red but the guy had already seen me earlier in the day with the shirt I had on so I had to change to put my red shirt on which I normally don't wear a red shirt on surveillance because it's too flashy sure I always had a change of shirt in case they saw me. So I changed my shirt and put a baseball hat on or take the baseball hat off. Okay. So I changed. I put this red shirt on. That's all I had. And now I'm trying to hide in the sagebrush. Is this daylight? Yeah, it's daytime. And, and you I, have a, you're, you're going to look like a, a bull. Exactly. <laughs> it's, and so a I'm, out, cape for I'm a out there hiding in the sagebrush. <laughs> and I thought... Oh my gosh. And your blonde I, hair? Yeah, I'm like, this is not... 
I've got this red shirt on, and I don't have time to run back to my car because he's going to be here any second. So I decided I'm just going to take, take my, my shirt, shirt off. off. So I did. I took my shirt off because I'm hiding in the weeds anyway. Mm-hmm. I just need to take that off so no one, it's not. So your skin blends more yeah, like exactly. <clears throat> so I take my shirt off, and I'm hiding in the bushes <laughs> waiting for this guy to come. <laughs> and here comes some guy. You sitting there in your bra? <laughs> yes, I was sitting on my bra. <laughs> And here comes some guy and a girl walk, taking a shortcut to, through to a different neighborhood. And they just look at me like, what am I, what am what I doing? What are you doing? Which is the very reason that women are better PIs than men. Uh-huh. Because if a guy were sitting in the bushes. Oh, they'd have called the cops. They would have called the cops in a second. And when a woman does it, I think they probably just thought I was crazy. Yeah. Or and yeah, like, she must be playing that, some game. Yeah. I, she's out she's here out. by herself playing what? a game. I don't get a bra. <laughs> so a lot of crazy adventures. I do remember. But did you get the shot? I got the shot. It was awesome. Got the money. That shot. was a really big case. They were claiming the guy had an injury, couldn't do anything. He was actually claiming it was somewhere like over a million dollars he was trying to get on oh, that. Wow. And they were very, very grateful. Usually sure. they take the video and file charges against them for claiming on workers' comp or filing. So it's a big deal. It, yeah. It's big, big money. Yeah. Not for me, it wasn't. <laughs> did you get paid more than 12 bucks an hour is what I want to know. <laughs> did you, Terry, did you increase the wage? Come on. Eventually. Eventually. I eventually she made 12 25 Eventually I got up to 15 Oh, it was amazing. So my very first cheater case was a case I got from my brother, Terry. Tell us how you got that case. She was a walk-in, and I rarely got walk-ins. And she introduced herself to my secretary who brought her in. She kind of sat down and wanted to hire me to do a domestic case. And usually I tried to talk any client out of hiring me. Mainly because I didn't like doing domestic cases. They're very, very ugly cases there. Right. Anyway, I told her that, hey, it's going to be very expensive. If you think he is, he probably already is. So unless you're going to get a divorce or if you think that it will help you in court, then I can really can help you. But if you just want it for peace of mind and if you're in here talking to me, I can just about guarantee he is. So... Just uh, accept that. And she goes, no, I can't. Um, we've already been through this before. I caught him cheating once before. Oh, no. He was thrown out of his church. They were Mormons, and this was a very big deal. They were very active in the church, and he had an affair, and they almost lost their marriage. Then he worked his way back into the good graces of the church, and, and this was a couple years earlier, so she was convinced that he was up to no good again and wanted proof this time because he wasn't going to come up with a confession on this the next time. He had already learned his lesson that on the first one. Right. So he was swearing up and down that nothing was going on. And she said, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure something's going on this weekend because he said he's got a uh, medical conference and so she wanted us to follow her. Okay. I said, all right, we will. And that's when I called Pam, my top investigator at the time. Okay. 
he was getting the same feelings again and he said, no, 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 I promise it. I'm not doing that. You're just paranoid. You need help. You need to fix this. This is all about you, not me. Okay. I she hate that. I hate I, that when they say that. Yeah. Yeah. It could be pretty <laughs> yeah. offensive. I follow the guy. Now this is in the olden days before trackers. And in the olden days, you just had to be that good to be uh-huh. able to keep up with someone. It's a really tricky art. And I say it's an art because you've got to be able to stay close enough to them that you don't lose them in traffic or lose them at a turn or corner somewhere, and yet not so close that they see you. Right. So it's real finesse. It's, okay. Okay. It, so so <laughs> okay. I follow the guy because you have to follow him from where you know they're going to be. Okay. So I follow him from his work. He left his office and he drove to a house and picked up a woman with a small child. And so I was like, that's not his wife, but I don't, who in his life has a baby? I don't know. And then they drove together. They drove 30 minutes from town where he lived and worked and where she apparently lived. They get 30 minutes away and then they went to a hotel. And I was like, oh, "Oh, I wonder. Conferences? Nope. Nope. There was there was no conference. No conference. Okay. No conference. No conference room. But, right. <laughs> it was a special conference room. Yes. Yes. Very special. I was like, oh, Ooh, you're bringing your baby. Yeah, this is kind of weird. Awkward. Yes. And they they weren't doing stuff that I was thinking was like really fun, exciting, sexy stuff like people usually do when they're having an affair. Uh huh. Like you visualize, yeah. Yeah. Instead, they went to Walmart and bought baby supplies, diapers. And so I thought, well, maybe is this like a relative of his? I don't know. So I'm videotaping everything thinking, well, maybe it's not his girlfriend. I don't know who this woman is. And then I see him like he's being affectionate. He has his arm around her and he's kissing her and touching her. And then I realized, oh, that is, is that's his baby. Oh, that was no. the woman that he cheated with a year before, and they and, have a baby. Yes. Oh, and <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh no. no! It was right. My heart just broke. I was so broke back then. This is when I was in college doing this. You're only making twelve bucks an hour. <laughs> I know. I know. Such great money. I had these thoughts like, wow. This guy's probably making pretty good money. I'm a student. I don't have any money. I wonder if I told him, hey, I have this video. I've been following you, and it's going to ruin your life. (laughs) How about if you buy this video for me, and I will say it. You went to a conference. Well, 50 an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. Of course I didn't do that. It was disturbing to me because what I knew is he was making choices that were going to destroy his life. Right. When you're the person that's videoing it, and part of it, it puts you in a, it it really does make me distressed. Yes, I bet. Precarious situation, yeah. I don't want to hurt people. I don't like hurting anyone. And I know that this information is going to hurt his wife. And it's going to hurt the lady he's with, with the baby. Oh, everyone gets hurt. It's a lose-lose deal. So yeah. A lot like criminal work, it's a lose-lose deal. Yeah. It, yeah. If anyone calls me to hire me, they, they're in trouble. <laughs> one way or another, <laughs> they're in trouble. Like, no one ever calls to just like, hey. Will you do a videography of me with my <laughs> husband? Right. To dinner. Can you deliver flowers for me? Yeah, like, I've thought about doing that for a living. Yeah. yeah. I was so distressed giving this woman this information. I didn't want to hurt her. So I give the information to Terry. Well, 
Okay, wait, one thing. Yeah. And it's one thing to think that your partner or your spouse is cheating. It's a completely other situation when your partner is cheating and has a baby from it. Like, that compounds it all over the place. It's a completely different level. Oh, yeah. Yes. Gut-wrenching. Yeah. Yes. I get the report and the video to Terry. Okay, so I get the report and the videotape. The report is just a uh, standard report, several pages usually. It gives you the all the pertinent information and then a, a almost minute-by-minute minute recount of the time you're watching it. And my client called me and said, I'm really, really nervous about this. I've got to see this. Any evidence? What did you find? And I said, yeah, we have evidence, and I've got a report, and I have a videotape, but I caution you not to watch it. And I've cautioned every single client to not watch the videotape for obvious reasons, because it's very, very painful yeah. to watch someone that you love Right. There's a difference hearing about it or even knowing that it happens and seeing it. It's just a totally different level. Yeah, they are completely different. And I've begged every single client and only one client has ever not watched it. Right. Anyway, my client calls me and says, I'm home. I don't have a vehicle. So I told her I would meet her at a park. She drove her bike over to this park and I drove over there and I, I watched her watch this film and it showed her being very caressing, ran her fingers through his hair and held his hand and it's absolutely devastating and watching my client as tears streamed down her cheeks, watching her heart break right before my eyes, it, it just oh. tears a piece of your soul out. I mean, I, oh, I yeah. just hated it. I hated that it's aspect yeah. of the business, yeah. And then she took the videotape, incidentally, directly to her bishop, who watched it, and he knew that, oh my, this is serious. So he gave it directly to his superior, which is called the state president. He now has the video, and he calls this guy in yeah. and says, hey, we know that you've had problems in the past, and your wife seems to think that maybe things are happening again and we just want to get in front of it if this is happening. Because if it is, there's things that we can do to keep families together. We want to help you guys in any way we can. Right. He, he says, you know, I've had it. I've taken as much abuse as I can possibly tolerate now. So that's the end of the straw. I am going to use the medical wherewithal that I have and I'm going to see that she is committed to a mental hospital <gasps> because I can no longer oh. tolerate this, this abuse. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, he laid it on thick and that's when the state president brought out the videotape and it says in great big orange letters, evidence, and it has his name on it and the date and where it was taken and all that kind of stuff. So right. when you see that, it's like being in the principal's office and, you know, it's instant diarrhea time, you know, and it's like, oh, no. Oh, oh no, oh, no, oh, no. And he knows he's caught. Yeah. I don't know exactly what happened after that, but I do know that he lost everything. Oh, my. His business, his family. Oh. Everybody deserted this guy. Oh, Everybody. Man. It was the Titanic and the rats jumped. Wait, yeah. not his girlfriend. 
he lost his girlfriend. Oh he my lost gosh. His baby. Yeah, he lost everything. Everything. Oh my gosh. Wow. See, I never knew how all of that ended. All I knew was that she was so grateful because he'd made her feel so crazy for so long that she sent us flowers the next day. <gasps> yeah. Thanking us. Thanking us. Really? She's, yeah. She said, you know what? I. I have suspected it hasn't felt right to me for the last year. Oh, and he kept telling me that I was crazy and I was feeling like I was crazy. And she was just churned up every day. And finally she knew the truth, was so grateful. She said, I can't thank you enough. Wow. And she, that was, wow. that was my first cheater case. But what a class act that she would thank you like that. Oh, you know. very classy. Yeah, because yeah, her whole life, I mean, it just devastated. Yeah. Confirmed her heartache and wow. Yeah. And it was such a nice thing for me to hear that because I, like I said, I was, it was gut-wrenching. Sure. I was heartbroken having to be the person to be part of that to say, here, I'm really sorry. Your yeah. life that you thought you had is not right, right. what it was. Because yeah. that's everything to someone. I mean, your sure. home, your foundation, that's, that's our well, stability. You don't get married to get divorced. Or no. Get Later, Terry called with the case. He said, look, this one's really, really important because it, we didn't usually do, we didn't do a lot of domestic work. I think I can remember every domestic case. And when I say domestic case, I'm talking about infidelity. Oh, is my spouse okay. cheating? Okay. But this was a big client of Terry's. So he agreed to help the guy. He was suspicious that his wife was cheating on him. So Terry asked me to follow this woman, and I did, and she was, in fact, cheating. I had gotten a few days of, like, she was seeing this guy consistently. Yeah. And on the last day, Terry, he came with me. So there were two of us doing surveillance right. on him. We each had our own vehicle, and they went to a movie. So I have seen some movies on surveillance, and when I do, I'm like, this is the coolest job ever. <laughs> I've done some crazy stuff. I've been skiing on surveillance following people skiing. I have uh, dinner, lots of times, dinner, restaurants, movies. Really? Yeah, wherever yeah. they go, yeah, I go. You and have I, to go. Yeah, so they had dirty gone job. to a movie. Yeah, very dirty job, but <laughs> Somebody, someone has to, to do, do it. it. So we did the movie, and after the movie, they were on their way back out of town. The cheating spouse. The cheating and couple, the, yes. Okay. And he drove a Mercedes, and I was in, I had like this little Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> this tiny little, like, maybe it was a four-cylinder. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like chipmunks in uh -huh. there. Like <laughs> hamster wheel. <laughs> exactly. I had to feed those hamsters yeah. every few days. Yeah, $12. Yes. <laughs> yeah, luckily I was making the 12 bucks an hour mm. to do it. So they're on their way out of town, and I thought, we weren't going to follow them all the way to where they're going because we had so much video of them together already. Yeah. But I got greedy. Greed is bad. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they're on this road, like a four-lane road going out of the city get, that goes to the freeway entrance. And I decided I'll just get one more shot of them in the car because he was kissing her and stuff mm -hmm. in there. And I thought, I'm going to get this shot. Yes. They had gone to a matinee, so it's daytime. And, but I mean, and they're driving and you're going to get them kissing while they're driving. At, at a stoplight. A stoplight. Gotcha. So they were at a stoplight. So what I decided to do is I'll park in his blind spot. It's his blind spot, but I can get the shot of it. And if he sees me, he's going to have to turn around to look in his blind spot so I will absolutely know if he if I'm caught. Mm -hmm. And this is taking a bigger risk than I'd taken in a few days. But I'm like, hey, it's the last minute. What do I care if I yeah. get caught? Big deal. 
and I'm on the left lane, clear, like clear left. He's like two lanes over from me, but there's no car between us. Okay. And Terry is behind me. I'm in the blind spot videoing the guy and I'm like, oh yeah, money shot. I got this. Uh And right then he turns around and looks straight at me. This is in the old days when I actually used a camera. Like the big one on your shoulder VCR camera? Uh, it wasn't that big. It was, it was in my hand. Handheld. I'm sorry, what, Terry? Yeah, one of handheld. Okay. Yeah, so it's in my hand. Okay. And he can see, obviously, it's a camera in my hand facing him. And he realizes just like that, he's busted. Mm-hmm. And now, was he married also? No, he okay. was not married, uh, they, but... They, they were, and they had important jobs. There were both of them making well into six figures. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were both making a lot of money, and they could not lose their jobs. If they got caught together, they would both lose their jobs. Oh, wow. So it was a really big deal to this guy. This is guy. like on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, I got caught. Go ahead. Na, 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 na. Yeah, Drive go away. ahead and go. No, that is not what he was thinking. He started chasing me. Did he back up? So the light, yeah, he just waited. And the light's green, and so I have to go. And I'm, oh, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I have to, so I have to go. He pulls clear across those two lanes, goes to get behind me. I see him doing that, so I take off. I cut across four lanes of traffic, <gasps> like, to go right, just okay. to get the hell away from this Was, guy. Were there other cars coming? There were other cars coming. I'm, like, cutting through all these cars, uh-huh. thinking, hey. It is right downtown Salt Lake City. It is right oh downtown. Gosh. And it's like rush hour because it's it's like the yeah, matinee just ended, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's crowded, it's busy. I'm cutting across all these lanes of traffic, thinking, "Oh, I'm not so worried about anything happening to my car. I'm driving a Hyundai. Like, <laughs> I don't care. He has <laughs> a Mercedes. Yeah. He's gonna care." No, I was wrong about that. He did not seem to be so worried about the safety of his car. He cared more about saving his job sure. and his life as he uh-huh. knew it. So he's chasing me. I cut all of those lanes. He cuts all those lanes. Wait, Terry, what are you doing? Are you freaking out uh, watching I'm, this? I'm laughing so hard I couldn't contain myself. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I had a new guy that I was training, Mike Shepard. Yeah, I thought there was uh-huh. someone else with us. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, he was in Terry's with me, and he was brand new. He wanted to try out the PI business, so I thought, okay. So he and I are in the car watching this unfold, and it was Keystone Cops <laughs> kind of. It was. <laughs> it, it was. You could tell that Pam was freaking out. She was not having a good day. <laughs> and this guy was right on her case. I mean, right bumper to bumper. I mean, he is not he is, giving up. He is all over me. So I'm cutting everywhere. I'm, I'm turning right. I'm turning left. I'm going, like, I'm taking risks that I think he won't take. He's taking the very same risks. And now, at first, like, usually when you drive like that, you think, oh, please don't mm-hmm. pick me up and give me a ticket. I'm thinking, please Someone pick me pull up. Me over. Yeah. Pull me over. <laughs> Somebody stop me. And I'm, I can't see Terry at all behind me. All I can see is I, the only person that looks like I'm ditching is it's Terry. Because <laughs> this guy is like all over me. And finally, and I get up to a light. And usually, like as I was going through lights, if they would be yellow, uh-huh. I'm running it. Mm-hmm. Hoping that this guy won't take this risk. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was running it. I'm running yellow lights. He's running red lights. Oh. It is scary. I, I'm like freaking out. Uh-huh. My heart is just 
pounding. Uh-huh. It is like so the scary. Oh, Yo, the adrenaline oh, rush. Yeah. I'm just dying. And I get to the next light in because we're in the city. There are lights on every corner. Uh-huh. I approach the next light and the cars in front of me stopped. I have no choice but to stop. We've been chasing around for, I don't know how long, it seemed like forever, uh-huh. probably just a few minutes. Uh-huh. But I have no option now but to stop. I can't do a Yui. The street, it, no. it doesn't and allow. you can't go on the sidewalk. I can't go on the sidewalk. <laughs> you so, definitely would get a ticket. Yes. So I am stuck at this stoplight. And the guy gets out of his car, comes running over to me, and he's banging on my window. Hey! What are you doing? And you can see the camera on my passenger seat. You're like, huh? <laughs> the last thing I'm going to do is roll down my window or get out of the car. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And so I'm just looking at him going, what? I can't hear you. <laughs> you got the music turned all the way <laughs> I'm just like, oh, this is the longest light. And he just keeps banging. He's so mad. He's just banging, banging, banging. The light changes. He's out of his car still banging uh-huh. on my window. Are so, people in the other cars just looking like, what in the world is going on? Probably. But I'm so focused on, please don't break my window and, and kill, kill me. me. Yes, okay. So the light changes. I know he can't get back to his car fast. Uh-huh. So as soon as the light changes, I was actually in the middle lane. I literally just cut over, turned left, and ditched him. Finally got rid of him. And when I stopped... I had, I'd never had an anxiety attack in my life. And my hands, my arms, I, the nerves in, from, from my elbows head. down, I was tingling oh because gosh, I was so, so scared. <laughs> the anxiety of that was so intense. And then Terry's, then he catches up to me. And I was like, were you crying? where were you? Where is my six foot plus brother who could come out yeah, like a where, monster? Where are the two tough guys yeah. that were with me? Like, were you guys just watching? And Terry's like, oh, I saw him. I wasn't going to let you get hurt. Well, thank you, yeah. but I would have liked to have known that. Not before. <laughs> Next time I cut through traffic, did you just call me? Yeah. Say, I'm, I'm behind I'm you. Here. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, you exactly. Can over now. Oh man, it was funny. And I remember the next night, because as PIs, you have to serve papers sometimes when like a constable can't find the people, okay. they hire us to do it. And the next night I had to serve papers on a guy who was a doctor wait, involved wait. in a case. Did the cheating couple get caught and that was the end of it? They got caught. They lost their jobs. They lost their families. They wow. lost everything. Wow. Yeah. Sad. So don't do that. Yeah. It doesn't pay. No. So... The next night I had to go serve papers on a doctor that was just involved in a case. It's separate, okay. totally separate case. It really wasn't a big deal. It shouldn't have been scary at all. I think my nerves were still so shot from the car chase the day before uh-huh. that when I got to his door, I started getting like these pains in my chest and I knocked on his door. And when I'd talk, I'd get like a sharp pain. And he opened the door and I said... I have some vapors for you because it was stabbing me. And did he was so he was, nice. He was, he, he probably thought you were having a heart I attack. I think he did. He said, are you okay? And he's a doctor. I, and I was like, um, yeah, I, I just have had some stress on me lately. <laughs> I couldn't believe here I'm serving papers on this guy and he's so nice. He takes the papers and he's like, are you okay? Aww. And I was like, I'm fine. I think I'm just going to go to my car and die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, uh, you're breathing.
breathing and your body's twitching like you've got yeah oh my gosh <laughs> it was tip so that truly was like the only time i've had an anxiety attack in my life oh my but gosh. i i was scared i've been caught other times i've been chased other times but that one gave me so much anxiety i really thought i'm gonna get hurt here yeah yes so that is what surveillance is like. It's oh not my gosh. the other cases where nothing happens. There's nothing to tell. Right. But, and we are actually very good at what we do. <laughs> we don't usually get caught. But every PI gets caught sometimes. True. It just happens. Well, so, if you have an, a 90 year old lady who's either flashing you or a statue, yes. or if, you are, if you're getting the million dollar shot and the guy chases you through traffic yeah. and then pounds on your door, I can see that it's <laughs> be a little intense. It's a little intense. So those were some of my adventures working with Terry. I have so many more. We'll share some more again another That's day. awesome. Thank you for your time, Terry. Thank you, Shelly. This has been Pamela Private Eye.